Welcome to the Wrap Yourself in Joy podcast. I'm Karen Dwyer, speaker, teacher, and author of four books on joy. If you are searching for more joy in your life, join me for about 15 minutes every week. It could change your life. My newest series is called Nehemiah and Rebuilding Hope. It's based on my book, Nehemiah, Rebuilding Hope and Joy in Your Life. It has an imprimatur and a built-in study guide. Today, I'm inviting you to join a Cup of Joy women's group. You can invite a few friends to join you in listening to the podcast, then meet over coffee each week to go through the study questions. For more information, go to wrapyourselfinjoy.com and look for Cup of Joy Women. The podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Hello. Welcome to Wrap Yourself in Joy. I'm Karen Dwyer, and you are listening to Podcast 2 of Nehemiah Rebuilding Hope. It's my fourth season. It follows my book, Nehemiah, Rebuilding Hope and Joy in Your Life. Today, the podcast is entitled, Procrastinate or Supplicate? Nehemiah teaches us how to supplicate. To procrastinate means you put off doing something often because you don't know where to begin. Do you feel stymied because something beloved to you seems broken and you don't know what to do or where to begin? Join us today as Nehemiah shows us how to supplicate to our God for restoration and new hope. Last week in our first podcast on Nehemiah, we began reading the book of Nehemiah, a historical book, and the 13th book in the Old Testament situated between Ezra and Esther. It takes place around 445 BC. We join Nehemiah as he hears that his beloved homeland and holy city of Jerusalem has been broken. The gates have been destroyed by fire, and the people are destitute. He weeps before God, prays, fasts, and intercedes for them. We can relate to Nehemiah's heartache when we consider the brokenness in our lives, our families, or our nation. In Nehemiah Podcast 1, Nehemiah taught us how to call out to God in prayer and bring our heartaches to Him. He taught us to share with God our brokenness and pain by first adoring and praising God for His greatness and faithfulness. That's where we start to learn about supplication. Today we continue with Nehemiah 1.6. So let's read Nehemiah 1.6-11. Nehemiah said, I now pray before you day and night for your servants, the people of Israel, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Both I and my family have sinned. We have offended you deeply, failing to keep the commandments, the statutes, and the ordinances that you commanded your servant Moses. Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses. If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are under the farthest skies, I will gather them from there and bring them to the place at which I have chosen to establish my name. They are your servants and your people whom you redeemed by your great power and by your strong arm. O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give success to the servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. At that time, I was the cupbearer to the king. In these verses of chapter 1, Nehemiah teaches us about intercession for a people and for a nation. 
The Catechism of the Catholic Church 2647 defines intercession as simply asking on behalf of another. And 2634 says intercession is a prayer petition which leads us to pray as Jesus did. He is the one intercessor with the Father on behalf of all men, especially sinners. The knowledge that Jesus is always interceding for us, for our sins and for our needs, is so uplifting. And we are called to do the same, intercede for our nations, our families, ourselves, and others. Jesus wants us to bring all of our concerns, pressures, stresses, problems, heartaches, needs, big and small, at every level to Him. Now, there are at least five forms of prayer. The Catechism 2644 says it's the Holy Spirit who teaches the Church and recalls to her all that Jesus instructs in life of prayer, inspiring new expressions of the same basic five forms of prayer, including one, blessing, two, petition, three, intercession, four, thanksgiving, and five, praise. Nehemiah's prayer in chapter one is intercession, but it brings in the other four forms of prayer too. You know, the needs and the sufferings in the world and around us are increasing. So we cannot help but want to join Jesus in intercession and prayer. Sometimes we may wonder how to pray effective prayers for others. And this is where Nehemiah chapter 1 comes in. He gives us an example of effective intercessory prayer. Plus he uses all five forms of prayer. If we look closely at the themes of Nehemiah's prayer, we can easily remember them with the acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S. This acronym will help guide us to intercede for our country, our families, our lives, for those who are not like us, and for those who do not like us. You know, the ACTS acronym encompasses all the themes in Nehemiah's prayer leading to supplication. I've used the ACTS acronym for years, and I highly recommend it as a guide for personal intercessory prayer. As we review the themes from Nehemiah 1, you're going to see how they fit ACTS, A, Adoration, C, Confession, T, Thanksgiving, and S, Supplication. Now, last week, we covered A, Adoration, as we looked at the names of God Nehemiah used to praise and worship and adore God. So, A, stands for adoration, and Nehemiah said in verse 5, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love for those who love him and keeps his commandments. And so we too adore God for his awesome greatness. We say, praise you, great creator God, my God of steadfast love, my God of the impossible, the great and awesome God, the just judge of the universe. You know, Psalm 104 calls us to adore and praise God when it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. So we start with adoration. C stands for confession. We can bring and should confess the sins of our nation, our families, and ourselves. Nehemiah had a deep love and devotion to God. Yet he confessed his sins and the sins of his nation and the sins of his family as if they were his own. He said, And now I pray before you day and night for your servants, the people of Israel, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. 
Both I and my family have sinned. We have offended you deeply, failing to keep the commandments, the statutes, and the ordinances that you commanded your servant Moses. Then John 1, 1, 8 through 9, promises that God will hear us and forgive us. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The T in the ACTS acronym stands for Thanksgiving. We must offer thanksgivings and profess out loud God's faithfulness and His promises to us. You know, Nehemiah prayed in gratitude when he said, Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses. If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are under the farthest skies, I will gather them from there and bring them to the place at which I have chosen to establish my name. They are your servants and your people whom you redeemed by your great power and your strong hand. Finally, the S stands for supplication. Supplication is the term used in the Bible for humbly asking, earnestly pleading with God for our needs and for those around us. These are the requests you make to God. Supplication comes from the Latin word supplicare, which means we plead with humility, earnestness, and adaptability. When we pray with persistence and humbleness, we are transformed. Formed, we become like clay in the potter's hand. Isaiah 64 8 says, O Lord, you are our Father, we are the clay, you are the potter, and we are all the work of your hands. You know, God loves it when we pray with Scripture and repeat His promises. Then we look for God's answer and we become more trusting in Him. Well, before we conclude for today and practice the Acts Guide for Personal Intercession, Let's turn to Nehemiah 2, 1-8 and see how God answered Nehemiah's intercession. It's the month of Nisan. That's around March or April 444 BC and about four months after Nehemiah started praying. It's the 20th year of King Artaxerxes I when wine was served and I carried the wine and gave it to the king. Now, I had never been sad in his presence before. So the king said to me, Why is your face sad since you are not sick? This can only be sadness of heart. And I was very much afraid, and I said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my ancestors' graves, lie waste, and its gates have been destroyed by fire? Then the king said to me, What do you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. Then I said to the king, If it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor with you, I ask that you send me to Judah, the city of my ancestors' graves, so I may rebuild it. The king said to me, the queen also was sitting beside him, How long will you be gone, and when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him a date. Then I said to the king, If it pleases the king, let letters be given me to the governors of the province beyond the river, that they may grant me passage until I arrive in Judah, and a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, directing him to give me timber to make beams for the gates of the temple fortress and for the wall of the city and for the house that I shall occupy. And the king granted me what I asked, for the gracious hand of my God was upon me. What a great answer to prayer. Nehemiah's four months of prayer, fasting, and waiting was very fruitful. 
He prayed for favor with the king, and God answered his prayer. One day the king asked his cupbearer why he looked so sad. Nehemiah had been heartsick for months, but it was forbidden for anyone to enter the king's presence and show any dissatisfaction or negative emotions near the king. But on this particular day, Nehemiah's sadness oozed out. He could not hold it back, and he discerned it was time to move forward. He was prepared for this day. No procrastination. He had interceded and called out to God, and by grace, via all the intercession and calling out to God, he courageously made requests to the king. Nehemiah appealed to the king, bringing up a common respect for proper ancestral burial grounds and broken city gates. The king was sympathetic because the king of kings had opened his heart and given Nehemiah favor. So the king of Persia, Artaxerxes I, granted Nehemiah's request to return to his homeland and rebuild the brokenness. The king even agreed to send letters with him to the governors for safe travels and to the keeper of the king's forest for acquiring timber for the temple, the city, and Nehemiah's own house. Wow, what grace, what favor, the prayer, the fasting, the discernment, and the waiting had most certainly paved the way for God to act on the king's heart and make a way. Well, it's time to conclude our journey for today with a bit of reflection. Today we learned the five forms of prayer, the Acts Guide for Personal Intercession, and that God answers heartfelt supplication for His people. So before we practice using the Acts Guide, let's prepare for intercession. First, grab a piece of paper or even a small notebook with lined pages. You can call it your prayer journal. For your first entry, write today's date at the top, And these three words spread out down the left side next to the vertical line. Write, listen, scripture. Now next to write, I want you to record one or two concerns, especially family, personal, or national concerns. Write them out there. Next, by listen, I want you to spend a few minutes asking God what He wants you to pray about. Try to put aside your own desires and interests for these concerns that occupy your mind. Ask God what's on His mind about these people. What needs should you pray about? Listen to God's desires and write down what He tells you. 3. Scripture Next to Scripture, recall God's greatness and faithfulness. Especially write down a Scripture that recalls God's awesomeness. Well, just record a few verses that show God's greatness and faithfulness. All right, so write, listen, scripture. Now you're prepared to intercede. So let's use the Acts Guide and do the same thing. Spread out the four words, adore, confess, thank, and supplicate, on the left side, leaving space between each one for you to write. And then next to adore, begin to write down a praise for God's awesome greatness. Praise His attributes. Praise Him as your Creator. Praise Him for His steadfast love. Praise Him for miracles, for His righteous judgments, for His faithfulness. Next to confess. Confess the sins of your family, your nation, with true humility and earnestness. Write down a few things. It doesn't have to be long. But ask the Lord to forgive you as you confess your sins. 
Next, thank. Thank God for his blessings, for his promises, for his truths. This is where you want to include scripture if you can about God's faithfulness and his love. For example, Psalm 105 says, Your love, O Lord, is everlasting from one generation to the next. Thank you, Lord. Whatever else comes to mind, thank the Lord and thank him for his faithfulness with verses if you find them or have them handy. Last of all, supplicate. This is where you ask for your needs and those needs and concerns that the Lord brought to your mind when you prepared. Let the Holy Spirit lead you in prayer for others, your nation, and yourself, and write down what the Lord has called you to pray for. And none of this has to be long. Well, we've come to the end of our podcast for today. I want you to know I'm thrilled that you've joined our Nehemiah Rebuilding Hope podcast series. You can find bookmarks for this series on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, or follow along with my book, Nehemiah, Rebuilding Hope and Joy in Your Life. Why not start a small group in your home or church called Cup of Joy Women? It's a wonderful opportunity to share your faith with others. For more information, go to my wrapyourselfinjoy.com website and click under the menu tab, Cup of Joy Women. I've made it very easy for you, and I know you will love it. Until next week, please know that I'm praying for you, that you will grow in faith, in hope, in love, and joy as we study Nehemiah together, and I'm praying you will be bold in your faith for the Lord. Thanks for joining me today. Please visit me on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, where you can learn more about my books download free bookmarks, and connect with me. Please follow me on your favorite podcast app and invite a friend to join you too. You can download the show notes from today at wrapyourselfenjoypodcast.com. Until next week, this is your friend Karen Dwyer reminding you to wrap yourself in joy. <music>